what you heard. Sorry, we can't say fuck too early on. All right. What? You say it all the time. <laughs> I know. I've thought about this so many times. Sometimes I make like this mental note and I'm like, don't say don't say don't say and My brain's like, just like Wow. I'm like, what are you doing? Okay. <clears throat> all right. Welcome back, one and all. Thank you for listening. If you're new here, this is the Totally Wholesome, Not Dirty podcast, and I'm your host, Molly Stewart. We define wholesome a little differently here, and my guests span everywhere from the adult industry to the vanilla side of humanity. If you haven't, please consider subscribing. Word of mouth is what helps this podcast grow. So share with a friend, leave a comment, download an episode, or anything you can to help with the algorithm. I release episodes every Monday, and if you're subscribed, you'll never miss an episode. You don't want to miss out on all the crazy conversations that evolve here. Um, but that's enough for me, and let's get to today's guest. All right. Are you ready? Sure. I'm ready. I'm... I think we we can probably already have started by now, but regardless, welcome back to the Totally Wholesome, Not Dirty podcast. I am your host, Molly Sur, and today's guest is my fantastical editor, David. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't got anything for that. And I, David just told me that I just told him the best idea that he's heard all day, and it was a really stupid idea. Mm-hmm. And so I don't really know how. I don't how really. This is I don't really get uh, that many good ideas given to me on a regular basis. So I feel like that's what you said yeah. was mind blowing. Well, thank you. I, I'm here to blow. Mines. Mines. Um, <laughs> so, so I got super excited um, when David first turned on his camera because I was like, wow, look at this really cool space here. And he's like, it's not real. And I forgot about the powers of the green screen. <laughs> I was super stoked. No, this, so, um, this is this is my background that I used to. So we my cousin and I used to do a YouTube show called Dave and Steve. And this was our background. It was actually this is what it look like and then he just event- took a photo of it well eventually he's like i need to use my garage again and i was <laughs> like yeah it's probably a good idea and uh so we just took a picture of it and we started just setting up a green screen and then just using the picture and nobody uh could tell the difference oh i i couldn't so no. yeah that's amazing plus it's probably better as far as like acoustics and stuff to be able to just look like you're in a garage without actually having the sound issues that are associated with the right. in a garage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Um so it's kind of cool cuz I haven't even like I feel like I haven't even seen you in in years. We we talk like almost every single day cuz I always have podcast stuff and just like seeing what you're up to or whatever but like I haven't actually seen you no. since way before the pandemic. Uh yeah, like I think the last time I saw you was a year before the pandemic. Something I believe like so that. yeah cuz it was yeah. down for like AVN or something like that, wasn't it? Uh yes. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't even for that. If it's if it's for oh, a Oh, you came down. Yes. Yeah. You came down with your now wifey. Congratulations, by the way. Do you have a yay? Yay. yay. <laughs> yeah, I'm married. Oh, we'll the soundboard. How is how is married life? Married life is amazing as long as you're married to the right person. 
that is very true. <laughs> yeah, I have I have some experiences to um That's to okay. corroborate that. <laughs> I have experiences too. Yes. With with my first uh relationship that ended up not so not so good. Uh but we're in a I'm in a really good relationship now. I mean, we're married, so we're stuck together. Yeah, for That's sure. Cool. No, the the photos looked amazing, and it was it looked really beautiful. I was very sad that, that I had to miss it, unfortunately. But right. I'm really happy for you. I feel like you made the wrong decision because you could have stayed and enjoyed our wedding, or you could have gone and almost been bitten by a spider and had electrical oh, issues. My God and uh, got the internet knocked out. <laughs> I, I mean, all that could have been saved, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> I know. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. Honestly, we were talking about it too. We were like, why did we come now? Like, we could have come in the summertime of Australia. We came in winter. So I think maybe that's just what kind of jinxed it. But now that, like, a lot of things are getting set up, it's actually a lot better. I have, like, sound panels in this room, so the audio should sound way better. We finally have internet, which is super cool. I was just like, with the, with the way things have been going, I don't know if you have experienced this, but it just feels like now that COVID is over, right? it's also still everybody's excuse for being shit at what they do or f***ing up or not getting back to you on anything. And I'm just like... How long can people use this shit as a fucking excuse for just being in politics? <laughs> for COVID? Yeah. That went out like a year ago. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. But it's just like, I also, I don't know if it's just, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just getting like really grouchy and old. But I just feel like ever since the lockdowns and stuff have lifted, like people on a whole just seem a lot shittier out in public. Like... <laughs> Like, I don't know, maybe it's just the area I'm currently in, but no, I, feel like this in, it, it, I feel like this in Vegas a lot, too. Like, people just don't give a f about anybody else or no, like what what they should be doing or could be doing. Like, So I, I like to go to the movies a lot, and I have run into this a lot lately, where it used to be I would go to a movie and everybody would just come here and we'd all just kind of sit down and enjoy this movie. But lately, when I go to the theater... Like, there's kids running around in the theater while the movie's going, and they're throwing, like, a ball. Like, one movie I went to, they were throwing a football. And I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> why are you at the theater right, why... paying money for this overpriced popcorn and movie tickets when you could stay at home and throw a ball around your house? <laughs> right. I, I, think, I, I think as many people were just not told, no, they can't do that. This, this you're in the mix of people and i think that kind of spread out along a, a lot of people that had that issue yeah. where they're just like i don't know how to society anymore and i don't yeah, care about you <laughs> it's a real thing like I, I feel like people forgot how to people like it's like it's so much inconsideracy that goes into almost like every interaction i have like i, I was asking my man i was like I feel crazy. Like, am I crazy? Is it? Am I just like seeing shit that isn't there? He's like, no. I think it's like it's literally like a people forgot how to people while we're shut down for all this time. And one way or another, it's like, you know, like the other day, like I don't know. I'm I, I've said this before, but I'm like my dog Julia, right? I'm like I'm all bark, you know, from the other side of the fence, and then the fence is away, and I'm like, oh, I'm so nice and sweet. Please be nice to me. And, <laughs> 
And so I was going towards the bathroom, right? This person comes out of the bathroom, runs into me, like checks me in the shoulder. And I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't, I didn't see you, didn't notice. And they start cursing at me. Right. And then like push past me again. So once again, checking me again. And I'm like, am I crazy? Like, I just apologized to you for something that I didn't have to apologize for. You curse me out. You check me again. And you're so like, I just, I, I don't, Sorry, I know. I feel crazy. That's because you are crazy. Oh my god. That experience well, never actually I mean, happened. <laughs> oh my god. That could be actually true. That was a dream. <laughs> I was just making shit up in my Oh my god, can I tell you about all right, so I haven't there there is no weed in Australia, and if there is, I don't know where to find it, and I'm too paranoid even if I could find it to do something that I told is you contact illegal. Paul Hogan. He'll have all the hookups for you. He'll give you I'm a fosters <laughs> and everything will be good have, to go. I know I would have like the worst f-ing trip if I did manage to find weed because I'd be too paranoid that someone was like going to catch me doing it. And then I'd be in whatever Australian jail. I mean, this Australian jail is probably not that scary, but regardless, if you want weed, go but, hang out with the surfers. Simple no, as that. I, I just can't. So, but my whole point of going back around to this is it's been about a month now. Yeah. I have started revisiting the fact that i have insane f-ing dreams like my brain is not okay and now that i'm not smoking myself to sleep they're all f-ing coming out of the woodwork david it's been a nightmare literally a nightmare every single night my man has had to wake me up he's like you were screaming sobbing telling me not to go into the temple telling me to go to the temple i'm like what f-ing temple i don't even f-ing know and i wake up drenched in sweat I, every morning, I just feel like I've just been on a quest, some new frightening quest every f-ing night. I don't know if that's okay. No, it's. I feel like it's good for you. You're getting exercise when sleeping, and that's yeah. kind of nice. And it's um, like burning calories. It's burning calories, and and also just write down your stories of things that happen, and then you can make those into whatever video you want eventually in life. I think maybe I should. It will just be like some like weird f-ed up Adult Swim type cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> that works. Oh man, it's it's been crazy. I had those are popular. Just so many wild dreams, but it's been funny because <laughs> while while over here, right, it's been like this entire detoxing. So this thing I'm smoking right here is a vape, right? Um, there's no nicotine in this, so i have no weed i have no nicotine i'm still not drinking obviously because no alcohol right but the funniest thing i saw these vape shops and i was like you know what i ran out of the vapes i brought from the states i can just go get a vape no if you want nicotine in your juice you have to have a prescription from a doctor yeah you don't need a prescription to smoke cigarettes but if you want to vape nicotine, you need a prescription from a doctor yeah. in Australia. Otherwise, it's just random juice. I don't. It doesn't know. make any sense. I don't know what you're not getting about this because you're in Australia, which is the upside down world where everything it is, is opposite. No, it literally. <laughs> it is. It makes that makes no sense. It makes no fucking sense. So right, if so you have cigarettes, a- which I don't, I don't like to smoke. Like I don't like the way that it smells. Don't like the way it feels. Whatever. But even if you want to get those, they have like the pictures of like this can cause mouth cancer or lung cancer, and they like show you a diseased lung or like a diseased mouth, and like those are fine. You can buy those from the store. 
but nicotine vape you need a prescription from a doctor it, it just it it is really upside down land david i don't understand <laughs> i feel like a crazy person <laughs> like more so than usual <laughs> Oh my god. They they do things interesting there. Have you have you tried any of their burgers with beets on it? Oh or, my god. Uh, I fuck with a beetroot burger. Beetroot burger fucks. They put a fucking egg on it. They yeah. put beetroot on it and all this other shit. It is so bomb. So a lot so of a lot of people good. out there don't know this, but uh <clears throat> in Australia, a lot of times instead of tomatoes, they put beets onto their burgers. Yeah. Uh, another, what was the other one I was thinking of? Oh, have you tried a, a Tim Tam Slam? I love Tim Tam Slam. So Simon got me hooked on Tim Tam Slam before I even was here in Australia with him because he sent me Tim Tams right. in and a he, little goodie box right, and then he, he showed me how, how to do, do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. So for those who don't know, you take a little Tim Tam, which is like a cookie covered in chocolate, cut off one corner, cut off the other corner, stick that shit in your coffee and, and slurp you, it up. Yeah, you, oh, and then you put the cookie in your mouth. It's so good. You, you drink so uh, either a coffee or a hot chocolate, and you use the mm -hmm. the cookie as a straw. Yeah, and it soaks up, which into is actually it. really hard to do. <laughs> like it's right. hard to actually suck it into the cookie. But once you get in there, the whole inside of the cookie just melts, and then oh, and you just so put it in your mouth, and then it's it's very delightful. <laughs> it's very delightful. Actually, speaking of delightful, so I have a few points to make about the food here, which is so good. So the coffee is on point in Australia. Like they, they fuck with coffee. They're so good. Amazing. Not too overly sweet. It's, it's just wonderful. I feel like in the States, I'm always getting my coffee fucked up. Like it's just like drinking sugar with some caffeine in it. Well, that's because we have coffee here so many options that people there are, and, and people have like this we're addicted to sweet here in the united yeah, states so everything is extra sure. sweet but so. but i feel like the sweets here are super good but they're not overly sweet like for instance lately i've been obsessed with this place called baker's delight now if you've been to australia if you live in australia you probably know of it because it's freaking amazing and they're everywhere and they have these like these custard buns right which is like it looks kind of like a cinnamon roll but it has this like semi-sweet custard on the inside and then this like little white cream stuff on the top and it's not overly sweet but it's so freaking good like all of the sweets i've had here are so amazing yet somehow i don't feel morbidly obese when i consume a bunch of them <laughs> even the kit kats taste different here it's crazy interesting i didn't know that kit or, kats taste different or i had um sour uh sour patch kids too and they tasted and the consistency was completely different so i guess it's i looked it up as something different that they use like it's not they don't they're not having like the corn corn syrup i think or something like that so the consistency is completely different than the sour patch kids which i don't know if that's what changes the flavor of them too but they're really really bomb yeah the the we use corn syrup and everything because it's oh, yeah. cheap and easy to do but it is actually really bad for you <laughs> so bad for you but it tastes like, so good but you know it tastes it tastes so good but at the same time i would just like to say whatever they're making sour patch kids with here it fucks it's amazing but um also with the beetroots i had never conceptualized ever putting beetroot onto a burger yeah i'm someone that i've told this story before first time i got my period i thought it was just be because i had peed myself because i had eaten so many pickled beets 
the night before because I fucking love beets. They're so fucking good. And they put beets on everything here. (laughs) Pickled beets is gross. I don't know what's wrong with you. (laughs) They're so good. They're the best thing. It's like the color of my shirt. When I did did Dave and Steve with my cousin, our first, we did a lot of food eating challenges where we ate a bunch of gross stuff. The first thing we did was we had uh, pickled beets eggs, though. So it had the beets in there, but also some eggs in there. So these eggs were like oh. this bright red color. I've had pickled eggs, but I haven't had pickled eggs with pickled beets. That yeah. sounds strange. It is very strange, and it is the grossest thing in the world to me. <laughs> Actually, that's not the grossest thing I, I've eaten, but yeah. I like pickled eggs, too. <laughs> All right, well. That's so good, but it's crazy. So, do you like beets at all, or is it just the fact that they're pickled? Um, so I don't. It's more over the last few years have I enjoyed beets in like a salad or something like that. Um, mm. but I don't know. I I have I still have like a kid in my, in me that's just like no, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's so funny. I've I've never. I, my brother is very much that way. Like, there's some things that he, like, he still hasn't tried just because it sounds gross. And right. he's a grown-ass man now, which I think is very funny. <laughs> but, like, I've always just been like, oh, I want to oh, try everything or whatever. But now there's something, because it's so weird that they put beet shit in, like, everything. They had, like, this beet fruit hummus. Super, super oh, I've delicious. I've had that. Very That's good. good. It was super good. I, I really loved it. But then we were getting coffee and I was like, latte, latte, cappuccino, turmeric latte, beetroot latte. And there's a part of me that wants to try it because I want to just try everything that I've never tried before. Right. But at the same time, even to me, that sounds fucking disgusting. Right. <laughs> I want to know yes. how they can make that work. You have <laughs> so to I have... think I might have to try one. I it feel sounds like, really gross. Well, I feel like there's certain things in life you just have to try to try. And it, sometimes it turns out you enjoy it. And then other times you're just like, yep, that tastes exactly how I thought it was going to taste. Exactly as and awful just, as I thought it was yep, going that to was, It sounded gross. But the one that always drove me crazy, I used to run into this a lot um, with a bunch of friends where they would say, ew, this is gross. Taste it. And I don't know why people have that response of like, ew, this is gross. Do you want to try it? No, <laughs> you just said it's gross. Why would I want to try it? You Are you an insane person? <laughs> it's like that same thing with like, like, oh, this smells right, weird. This Can smells you bad. smell that? Right. Like, do you want to smell <laughs> This smells bad. Do you want to smell it? No. The answer is no. Why would I want to smell it? You just said it smells bad. I'll smell sure I'll try it okay like so for instance there is this friend that we have in Vegas and he took us out this really nice restaurant like Asian fusion place and then all the food was so bomb and we get to the end he's like we should order some dessert I was like sure he's like oh do you like matcha I was like I do I do actually he's like (laughs) do you like creme brulee it's like yes yes I do it's like they have the most disgusting dessert that I have ever tried and it's a matcha creme brulee and i was like i love matcha i love creme brulee like this guy is clearly out of his mind i was like i'll try it 
right. I'll try. He's like, I'll order it for you. He's like, you're not going to like it. And I was so determined to like it because I love both matcha and creme brulee. Which one's matcha? It's I, like a green I like, tea I like, okay. type yes. thing, but it's like pretty intense. Um, it was the most disgusting thing that I can recall putting in my mouth. And I've had a lot of disgusting things in my mouth. It was so awful (laughs) like i i can't even explain how bad it was but i still had to try it and i took that first bite and i was like you know what maybe i just have it in my head because he said it that was really gross so i'm gonna try another bite and another bite and all the bites were just as awful but i kept hoping that it would get better it never got any better but that's who i am What's like, what's one of the grossest things since you said you used to do like the food trying and stuff? What's like the grossest thing hmm. that you tried? Let me think about it. You know what? I will tell you right after this Manscaped ad. <laughs> uh, roll that Manscaped footage. <laughs> Shave your balls. Gentlemen, Sweaty Sack Summer is fast approaching and it's time for you to prioritize the comfort of your family jewels. The sponsor of today's episode, Manscaped, has spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. I've had the honor of testing these out on my man, and I can say they're the most comfortable underwear fabric that I've felt. In fact, I may have to steal them for myself. I sleep in the nude, but that's exactly how you'll feel wearing these undies. They even trademarked the jewel pouch, so you know it's serious. You would ensure a family heirloom... So make an investment in Manscaped's new boxer briefs to ensure the best comfort for your family jewels. Speaking of family, Father's Day is right around the corner, and what's a better way to thank Dad than treating him and yourself to this exclusive offer for my listeners? Get 20% off and free shipping with my code TWND at manscaped.com. The Lawnmower 4.0 in the Manscaped Performance Package is ready to tackle the generational growth of hair for you both from head to toe. The best package for your package also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold it all. Their fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology and has a 400k LED spotlight for a very precise shave. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof, so shaving anywhere is easier. We all know dads love comfort, and the new Boxers 2.0 from Manscaped are the perfect way to save every father from uncomfortable heat. This gift is a hit for any daddy in your life. Let all the balls breathe this summer, whether on the golf course, taking out the trash, or getting ready for a hot date. Don't show up with a sweaty sack. Get 20% off and free shipping with my code TWND at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code TWND at manscaped.com. Treat your dad or have the ladies calling you daddy with Manscaped. As someone who always loves new technology, one question that I have is, why can't tech be cute? But then I discovered kawaii lighting and I realized that it actually can be, and it is, at kawaiilighting.com. These aren't basic ring lights. They stand out. So whether you're looking for RGB to make a statement or want to do something extra cute, like with their cat, heart, or star-shaped lights, kawaiilighting.com has you covered. Get one for yourself. Get one for the cute streamer in your life. Whoever you get one for, use code TWND at checkout or click the affiliate link in the description to let them know I sent you. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. That was so fast. I hope you guys shaved your balls. Yeah. I mean, I did. Just yeah, I did too. Them. I'm trying to remember what the grossest <laughs> thing I've had. Um, oh, no, I do remember. It was uh, pickled lemons. Oh. Yeah. That sounds gross. I want to so, try it. Well, here's the thing is it was the grossest thing I've ever eaten. Not yeah. because you think, okay, pickled. I like pickle. I like a lot of pickled things. Yeah. But these just soak up all the salt. So it, it tastes like you're just eating salt like with brine. salt mixed into it. And then mm. you add a lemon or a lime to it. And so it's like Damn. lime flavored salt. Hang with- on. I want to see what this looks like. Keep keep going. Pickled. I mean, it, it was literally the grossest thing. And I don't know. What I used to do for our show is All I would... these look gross. <laughs> I would go down to the... Uh, I would go down to one of the local Asian markets. and Oh, yeah. I, they have some crazy oh, stuff. Oh, they have some <laughs> great stuff. Some of the stuff was really good. Like, we'd open it up, and I was like... And it looked gross, but it, it, yeah, it tastes good. It looked gross, but it had, like, a sugary... Uh, they like to use a lot of like brown sugar on things. Um, so you open sugar. it up and you, it's like squid ink with uh, like squid te- tentacles. And you're like, okay, this is gross. And then you're like, you're oh, going to say not... squid tits for a second. Squid tits. <laughs> it's got squid tits. <laughs> Most things have squid tips. Tits nowadays. Oh, my God. I um, mean, there's plenty of, plenty of those videos out there yeah. of. But, squids with tits so. yeah there's a lot of a lot of hentai but, yeah. <laughs> anyways i that's what I, I would i would go down to the the market and i would just kind of wander the aisles until i saw something that was really weird and i was like okay we're gonna try this this time and my cousin steve would have no idea what i was gonna bring to set until basically i opened it up onto um in front of him and yeah some heck yes that's amazing that sounds really fun maybe i should try that with maybe i should try that with laura i think that that would be i think that would be really if you don't mind me you can do gardening from your from your ideas david it's everybody's (laughs) ideas out there everything's been done nowadays isn't that isn't that the funny (laughs) thing you know anybody who gets upset about anybody like stealing your idea i'm just like it's 2022 no idea is original at this point i'm right. sorry there's you just have to look at it as like a form of flattery like wow here's something cool i did that other people want to want to replicate or try for themselves right right uh i was trying to think of gross things so um <laughs> i like i said like I'll, I'll eat almost anything like and I'll, I'll try anything and there's not a lot of foods that i've been like wow that's actually like super disgusting like i'm not a fan of for instance like super fatty meats like i just the fat consistency is kind of what just not a fan of it right but my dad uh <laughs> loves to cook and like try different recipes and this stuff and he found this recipe on one of these like cooking shows way back in the day like when i was a kid so he cooks this whole meal for the family right it's just like macaroni something pasta shit we all sit down reading it he starts eating it he has no reaction we're all take the first bite and it tasted like vomit on a fork <laughs> like you were just spooning vomit right into your mouth and it was extra disgusting for me because you know my fear of vomit so i'm trying to like 
forces down we're all looking at him and he's just eating it like there's there's no fucking problem and we're all like what do we do okay <laughs> like we get like halfway through eating it and he's like so how do you guys like it and we're like um what is it he's like, I can't believe he ate that much of it. That's freaking disgusting. <laughs> like, he had no reaction <laughs> just to see how much of it he could get us to fucking eat. That's a good dad there. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, dad, but Jesus, <laughs> I think about that all the time. <laughs> it's so funny. I don't even know. He was like, I think that that man is where I get a majority of my humor. <laughs> yeah, I would assume so. <laughs> also, the ability to try anything and keep it down, I guess, even if you don't like it. Well, I didn't. I didn't get that definitely from my dad. Uh, my dad had a. He's famously known for his whole childhood only eating uh, like hamburgers. That was it. Just hamburgers. Just hamburgers. How do like? How and, do you survive? I don't know. I don't know how he survived back then. <laughs> they put but, beetroot on it. And give him some vegetables. Right. Well, if it's, <laughs> well, maybe my dad was autistic or something. I don't know. Um, because he, yeah, I don't know why, but he, he, and he did. The funny thing is, is he didn't realize other people were eating other meals, and he was always getting a hamburger for some reason. I don't understand how you don't understand. I, I don't understand any of that, but uh, his mom oh, was would, it something like he would request for it, or no, that his, she would just like make he that wouldn't for him. eat anything else except for a hamburger, and so she made a meal for everybody and a hamburger for him every night. And that's for, crazy. It's, it is crazy, and uh, <laughs> and apparently, like he didn't realize until he was older that other people were basically eating other meals and i don't understand like full us meals right i literally don't understand how you don't notice things i notice everything yeah (laughs) yeah i can't even imagine like uh, uh, i don't know the idea of my mother preparing an entire other meal right just for me like shoot go fuck yourself (laughs) there's no way like for instance (laughs) I had stomach problems growing up, right? Like, I was on Zantac and stuff because it, she thought I was just a picky eater. It wasn't. Just like growing up in the Midwest, there's a lot of fucking dairy. Right. And they didn't realize that that was like a thing. So I'd get part of the way through the meal and I couldn't finish it. I'd be like on the floor in the fetal position in the bathroom, like crying of stomach cramps. It's just like, ah, oh, you just, you know, you have to finish the meal. This is a meal you get cooked. Like, you know, I can't even imagine. Like, oh, sweetie. We'll make you something that you can actually digest. Right. Don't worry about it. You don't have to finish. It's like you'll. It's it's like the whole thing of like I think parenting has changed a lot, or maybe it was just where uh, where we were raised. I guess that that was maybe different, or I don't know if it's the time period or whatever. But I feel like we're a hugely unparented generation and they're like you, you hurt yourself oh go fuck yourself you're fine you're fine shake it off like you'll you know build some I, resilience or something right i spent a lot of time when i was younger i would go on long bike rides out in the middle of the woods to who knows where and i would, <laughs> right exactly and i would be gone almost there's be days where i was gone 
I was never doing anything bad, but I would be gone yeah. for like a day or two and nobody would even check in on me. Just be, uh, we're like feral animals. We're just like, like living life, like somehow not dying, somehow not getting abducted. Like, right. like <laughs> nobody even thought of that, that, oh, somebody might want to take him and do anything like, you know, and obviously I was a kid, so I wouldn't think that either. Like, yeah, no, I wouldn't think that either, but no, nobody but, wants me. <laughs> no, like, like so funny. Like, I remember. So before, before I started homeschooling, right, I was in school for like a brief period of time, and the school wasn't that far away from the house, but maybe like, maybe like a 10, 15 minute bike ride. So I used to ride with some of the neighbor kids to school. And then at one point, right, I was doing my whole no hands thing, not where I broke my skull. Other episode, um, but. <laughs> just like fucking around generally not paying attention and i look over my shoulder and i take out somebody's mailbox with my body like it's askew it's hanging off i didn't know what to do so i like hit and run the mailbox and just kept going to the school because i was embarrassed and bleeding (laughs) the the owner of the house apparently recognized me knew my parents contacted my parents when I got home, it wasn't a conversation of, are you okay? It was, you made a mistake. You didn't own up to it. You didn't apologize. Now you have to walk your ass. No bike for you. Walk your ass back. Apologize. See if there's anything that you can do to fix the situation for them. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and you're not riding your bike with your friends to school anymore. Right. You know, it's like. I feel like I in many ways, that some... <laughs> that's better parenting than the way they do it now <laughs> it is I'm, I'm not saying that like it's that it, it's anything like that like i think it does build resilience and like responsibility and things like that like i think that for for all people want to say i was parented pretty fucking well like I, I had good parents for the most part and like and good situations but then i i go around now right and i see kids they're like 10 years old and they're getting pushed around them all in a stroller right <laughs> and the ipad attached to their fucking head right and i'm like we're turning into like the people from wally you seen the movie wally yeah of course well, i have like Who fat fucks like flying around in their fucking i know but that's <laughs> that's the goal <laughs> It's like, yeah. like, it sounds so miserable. No, and it, I just, I just feel like I like, accomplish everything. That's why everybody's so to. offended by everything now. It's just like, oh, like, cause you have no real struggle, right? You have, you don't have to figure shit out for yourself. You have someone holding your hand the whole fucking way. And, and it's like the way that I was raised, like with you as well, like going off into the woods, just being gone for an entire fucking day. Like who fucking knew what we were doing? It, it builds some like self-awareness and how to take care of yourself and to learn to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes and like oh, grow. I, I know. I, I run into a lot of people where um, I have learned to just do things. Like if I don't know how to do it, I look it up on YouTube nowadays, which is amazing. Or yeah, I, I love YouTube. <laughs> or I just like bang things together until I figure it out. <laughs> basically and that's how I've, I've gone my entire life is i just i mean i am i'm extremely dyslexic so sitting down and reading a manual is like torture to me so like i will get something and i'll just look at the picture and then i'll just put it together and it works out every time 
and I don't have any problems with it. Just put things together. Good old trial and error. Good good old trial and error. You know, just it just makes sense to me. I I look at it and I go, okay, I know how all these pieces go together instantly. Mm -hmm. And that's because I spend a lot of time just putting things together. And I destroyed a lot of things when I was a kid because I just took (laughs) a bunch of things apart and didn't know how to put it back together because I was, I don't know, eight or 10 or 16 or whatever. And I break something just to see how it worked and then i was never able to put it back together sometimes i did um but but now we have the joys of the internet and all these other things and you can have all these ways to kind of like teach you how to do things and i feel like i've learned more from tiktok and youtube than i ever did from uh, homeschooling or college or whatever yeah there's a lot of that (laughs) but it all the information you ever want is out there now mm-hmm. and just be- and I think because we know that this information is out there and we can get it whenever we want we don't do it we'd rather just yeah. kind of sit around and do things I know so many people that are absolutely completely 100% useless and <laughs> and I that's and it's by their own design they don't want to put forth the effort to learn how to do the thing and they'll watch somebody do it. They'll enjoy other people do it. They'll talk about becoming the best at it someday. But I don't yeah. ever see any effort put into the thing. Or it, or It's or, like having the drive. Yes. It's having the drive and determination within yourself to actually want to do something and achieve something. And I feel like that's like I, I've had so many conversations with people where it's like, I know you're capable of, of doing this thing, but... For instance, you see a lot of people like getting frustrated with things that other people are doing or perhaps the success that somebody else has in either the same field or a field that they're interested in or something like that. It's like, well, sitting there and worrying about what somebody else is doing and using that to negatively affect you instead of using that as a driver for you to be like, oh, well, I could do this. Right. I should do this. I should teach myself to do this, or I should learn from this person, or I should like, like if if there's someone that you hate, admire, or whatever, learn from that person. You know what I mean? And I don't, I think like so many people spend too much time just complaining and wishing that they had um, the success or the knowledge or the know-how to do something instead of actually taking the time to kind of like sit down and figure out how to make that a reality. I mean, it's, it's difficult um, it takes a lot of effort to do things and it's easier just to get mad at the person instead nowadays. I know you get a lot of hate um, because you're successful at what you do, but I don't know anybody that doesn't work harder than you um, in most things. And so I would say that your success is 100% you and I mean, you have your personality and stuff like that. But I've I've talked to a lot of uh, different girls in the industry and they, you know, they admire you. And then when it comes down to it, they don't want to put forth even half the effort to get to where you're at. And yeah. it's, and well, it's, I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's it's no, what like, level you want to be at in this thing. But um, it, it's. The only thing with life is like you will get out of something how much you put into it. Right. 
essentially at the end of the day in one way or another and and like there's so many things that i've for instance like tried to do or thought about doing like the list of notebooks of ideas that i have is extensive have i done all of them fuck no i don't even have the time i don't have necessarily the drive or determination or whatever to do half the shit and all my success or whatever is not even necessarily mine like for instance like with the podcast i would there's no way in fuck that i could still be running this right now without you for instance because it's like i i recognize my shortcomings and the fact of when i was for instance doing everything and like not only the scheduling but like the the editing picking everything apart trashing episodes i know and can recognize i'm too hard on myself or too overly critical of things that don't necessarily have to be and that's something like i'm working on but without you helping to shoulder that load with all of your know-how and all of your expertise that you've you know learned and garnered for yourself then we have something together that's super cool and we get to work together as friends even though we're not like near each other which is which is really cool like being able to sit down here and chat with you and pick your brain is super awesome and then i can learn things from you like trying disgusting food with laura <laughs> another episode on a back <laughs> right or if you want one that's uh very mm. mind funny is try the coke challenge because you uh you get a whole bunch of cokes and uh-huh. uh, just all different flavors all di- well not different flavors just all different brands and for the most part, you say you can tell which one is Coke and which one is Pepsi. But when you were blindfolded, you almost cannot tell. And okay. <laughs> I'm going to try that because I actually don't drink soda like <laughs> at all. So I'd, I'd be curious to actually do something like so that. So I, I did the challenge with my cousin and we we did terrible on it. And there's only there's a couple of them, though, we got that were cold. And that was where we messed up was that we had some were like warm and some were that were cold. And I was like, well, I know which one this is because it's cold. (laughs) (laughs) I know this is RC Cola. (laughs) These all have to be the same temperature. (laughs) Right. They all have to be the same temperature, make them all cold or whatever. Um, But that one's fun. Or just try some really gross things because that's also fun. And um, or you can even do... uh, Another one we used to do was we did the hot uh, noodle challenge. Uh, But we would do a question and answer thing where if we got the answer wrong, then we would add like uh, either wasabi or uh, we added Dave's insanity sauce to the hot noodles. Oh, Uh, fuck. So I have one. We have one video out there somewhere. I don't know where it's in. It's long gone or whatever, but we like I had I invited some friends over and we did the hot noodle challenge. I didn't tell them what we were doing until it's like uh, I have a thing. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, I said, I have an idea for a thing I want to do and I want you to uh, come and enjoy this with me. And and one person threw up. Enjoy. <laughs> 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 see i don't know i gotta try to avoid that if possible <laughs> I can't do that. I can't fuck right. <laughs> but um so do you do you still do your own podcast stuff like i know you said you don't have like that thing going on anymore but so I, know... I don't do the dave and steve anymore but i um yeah. i would love to do it again um but i do have my own podcast it's uh, seriously awkward and friends and we just mostly talk about movies and uh, games and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i just tell really bad jokes and try to get 
other people. We, I used to have That's four. like me. Yeah, I used to have like four people on the podcast, and they, I had one guy that was like super nerdy. He knew like all this information. Then I knew I had another guy that he had like a lot of more sports information and stuff like that. And then I have my one co-host that I have right now, which is Nate. He doesn't honestly he doesn't bring too much to the table, but he's just enjoyable as a person. <laughs> and well, I like there's what he brings. I just I just like Nate. And um and then I would let them talk and then I would throw in some comments to try to throw them off their game and stuff like that. <laughs> And uh, yeah, just to make that sounds fun, you guys should definitely check it out because David is awesome. David always makes me laugh. I try, but um, (laughs) so I do that. Um, I need to be more consistent on that. It's life is like being uh, we moved like in the last year, we remodeled the house, we moved, uh, got married, and all the other life things that happen in between. checking off all the life boxes, all the life boxes. <laughs> and, uh, in the process of that, I put very little effort into, I put, you know, I'll put an episode out a week. Um, but I, I, that's something I need to put more effort into, but I also have a, a thing that I know a lot of other people have out there, which is I have a kind of a fear of success where, um, I almost don't want to be good at what I do <laughs> in, in many ways where it's, I, it's I can a- kind of feel you on that in a small way. Um, there's a part of me that kind of, I like the podcast the way it is now. Like, so there's this part of me, right. That I'm like, man, I look at those analytics and I'm just like, damn, I wish it would go up a little bit. I wish we get some more sponsors. We should get that. But then at the same point, it's kind of like the more listeners you get, the more attention you get, the more professional the more room there is be. for people to the more professional you have to be. And then also the more people expect. And right. then also it's kind of like, well, are, are you going to compromise or change the way it is that you already run the show and the way that it's comfortable? And how much of that is going to change based on the level of circulation that something ends up getting? Right. And what does that mean? And yeah, but, the, the more success you have also means the more effort you have to put into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more time you have to commit to it, it's just like, okay, do I want success in this? Yes, I do. But do I want to put forth the effort? It's basically the same thing we were talking about earlier. Where it, but it's always been a struggle for me. Where, um, I mean, I do a lot of different things. I play, like, I play music, a whole bunch of different music, and I do video editing. I'm, I'm in the process of. I have a board game that I've. Uh, made with my cousin you've played the game on that yeah 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 you're so that's the cool thing about you is you're you have so many different projects going on and i think that's one of the reasons that i kind of feel like in a lot of ways i relate to you a lot and kind of feel you because i'm that same way it's like we're, we're creative type people right we have so many different ideas so many different things going around in our head worrying about what's going to succeed what isn't are we putting enough time and effort into this are we putting too much time and effort into this is this even going to pan out blah 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 and then it's like we don't end up well procrastinate or let something lapse because it's like i'm too afraid of that succeeding or i'm too afraid that i'm putting in too much effort into it or one of these other things i heard this thing the other day it was kind of interesting and i've been i've been telling myself this to try to like stop stressing out 
about the things because I have those worries and especially like in the job that I have uh, a lot of worries about the future because it's like obviously the shit doesn't last forever and entertaining is the thing that I really know that I love but I always worry about how I'm going to kind of make that outlast how I look physically if that makes sense but there is no past and there is no future right anytime you think about the past those are just memories so you're just thinking about it anytime that you're worrying about the future the future isn't a place that you can go the future isn't a place that you'll just magically be in someday there's only the present which is right here so whether you're worrying about something you did in the past and how it's going to affect your future or how it's affecting your present all that you're doing on either end of the present is just overthinking right and you're stressing yourself out either about things that haven't even happened yet or about things that have happened that you can't change right and so the more i try to like look at that i'm just like okay well what can i do with with the podcast for instance that is going to make me feel happy so i I took that suggestion that we were talking about the other day i downloaded a bunch of episodes and i'm starting to put together some of those little shorts like we talked about like a 10 to 15 minute section that is for instance uh something safe for work um because youtube youtube just told me that i'm approved for monetization however however you want to get monetized for ads drug use even recreational and legal it's not no no so (laughs) if we can take bits of shorts where we're just having these conversations that are 10 to 15 minutes long that don't show any of the the marijuana use or anything like that then for instance that's something that's small that i can do that won't take that much extra time um and maybe that can help growth in other ways that aren't necessarily like a sponsorship or anything else like that but i think being scared of success is it's it's a thing that a lot of people deal with but it's also like don't don't be scared of success be afraid of like not trying in right. the first place because even if even if you try it you might never get any of the success or fame or whatever that you're worried about getting at the end of the day you could just get a, a few more fans or just be happier with the product that you're right. putting out and, and as that's it is. and that's what i always have to tell myself i like, it's hard though it is very hard because I, one, I'm very, like, I'm very critical of whatever I do. And then also, like, I don't, (laughs) I'm critical of things I do. I am not critical of things as much as I do for other people. And also, um, I have this thing of, uh, like, I'm I'm working on a documentary right now. And I, I get some people to show up and do it. And then I have the same issue that you have with people with the podcast, which I have with my podcast as well, where I say, hey, I am doing this. And then they go, "Um, yes, that sounds awesome. I want to be a part of this. Right. I want to be a part of this. (laughs) Okay. Well, when are you available? And then at that point, I don't hear back from them. And then Mm -hmm. I go, like, I give it, I'm like, okay. Are you interested or not? And then I talk to, I reach, I give them like a couple days and then I reach out again. I'm like, um, so are you still wanting to do this? Oh yeah, totally. Um, oh, okay. So this is my schedule. What's your schedule? Let's see if we can work it out. Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> yep. 
Yep, that's and something like, I've encountered so many times, and I completely few. And it's something like that's that's another thing. So it's like, as a person, right? You're a side character in every other person's life, right? Like, and and at the end of the day, it's kind of like. So I get people asking all the time, like, "Oh, like who do you have planned to come on the podcast?" I'm like, I never plan on anyone anymore. Laura's. Laura's wants to be a more consistent guest, which will be super cool. Might be doing some solo stuff, but I've reached that same point where it's like, I've reached out to people. They say they want to. We have scheduling. They cancel last minute. Right. We reschedule. They cancel again. Or I have people who reach out to me. Like, they're reaching out. And I'm like, oh, well, clearly this must be a thing that you want to do. And then they cancel. So at the end of the day, I'm kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to have to figure out how to either A, start doing this on my own and just be okay with that or find someone who is more consistent like Laura or even doing some more with you. It's still fun or just having more fan interaction or any of that kind of stuff. But I'm never, I'm not going to continue getting upset when people cancel or waste all my time chasing down like some specific talent or whatever, because I also don't want to feel like say one of those came to fruition right and i we had rescheduled this many times and this many times and they said that they want to it's like well then i feel like you're just this thing that's like on a pedestal because you made time for me it's not like you wanted to be here and you wanted to do this and you wanted to have a real conversation it's it's like this was something that you did just to do and when i sit down with someone i feel like i want to have like a real genuine heart to heart brain to brain conversation about your life and just figuring out who you are and when it starts under all these false pretenses then i don't really feel like it's as genuine as it would have been otherwise either well i think i think the truth of the matter is is one well like what you said earlier is you're always just a side character in everybody else's quest in Mm -hmm. life um I actually tell people that a lot. I said that is the good and bad thing about life, which is this. This is the good thing about this. If you understand that you are just a side quest in somebody's life, you can go out there and do a whole bunch of stuff and try as hard as you can. And even if you suck, all that people, all you are is a side conversation that happens like once. Like, you know, exactly. yeah, like I, I went up and I did a uh, stand up comedy a few times and I did I, I did good sometimes and I'm I did so okay. jealous of you. I did. OK. some <laughs> other times. Well, I stopped doing it because um, I, it was so late at night and I had a job that I was working 12 and 13 hours and I was making myself sick trying to do both things. But yeah. <laughs> you can go up there. Like I also sing, I sing karaoke and I don't care. Um, I all go up there and sing a song and I don't care if you like it or not or whatever, if you sing along with me, because I know at the end of the day, all that happens is, is okay, what happened? Oh, I went, I went and did uh, karaoke last night. Oh yeah. Was anybody good? Uh, some guy did some song that I liked and then there was this other thing and I did this song or, or I was too scared <laughs> to do this or whatever. Yeah. And that's the whole, you will never be brought up again. And we have this we have this thought that we are so important that (laughs) you like I had this interaction with you. You, I am so important 
that you are going it's to something carry very this freeing. with you. Yeah, it is very, it, it, it does two things. It's very- But it's also hard to get to that point because yes. it's like, we all still have that fear of judgment in well, our head, right? Yes. Like to me, I would like the fact that you just said like, <laughs> I love, this is why I love this podcast, okay? Cause I learned shit about, I learned so much shit about people. Like I had no idea that you went and did stand up. That is so cool. And I'm so freaking jealous of you because the thought of that makes me insanely happy. Like I want to do that. And then also like, I will shit my pants so like but that's such a cool thing to learn about you or the things that i've learned about laura but then when you find out like even people that you've known for so long and then you find out these new things about them you're like oh my god but there's probably still so many things about me that these people who are close to me don't even know because at the end of the day it's freeing that in some ways you are only a side character to everybody else but then at the same time you are the main character and your story Right. So everybody else is a side character. So fuck what they think. <laughs> fuck what you heard. Right. Because it's your fucking story. You can make it unfold in whatever way you want. And there is something very freeing about that. But right. even that is terrifying because then at the end of the day, if you're not worried as much about what everybody else thinks, the person judging you the most is you. Right. <laughs> it's like, how am I going to make this story unfold? How am I going to push myself to do the things that I'm afraid of? Where is this quest line going? It's, right. it's a choose your own adventure and, and I, it's fucking life and you don't have that much of it. And I think um, I'm kind of like you. I'm, I'm a creative and sometimes I do the things not because I actually care what people think is I just have to do it because it's in my brain and I just need to get yeah. it out. And then there's like some of your art is amazingly done and I do art too. And sometimes I will finish something. And then when I'm done with it, you can just throw it away as far as I care. I just, I got, I, I've thrown away so many things. Right. But like you, you spent like hours sculpting or mm-hmm. making this thing. And when you're done with it, you're like, okay, I did the thing that I wanted to do. Does anybody want this? I, or yeah. if not, I'm I start just, to run out of space in right, my house. I'm, I'm just going to throw it away. I don't. I don't really yeah. want it. I just needed to get it out of my brain. But yeah, yeah the, sure. the the important thing is the 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 difficult thing is is why there's not a lot of people that will get to the point where they realize that you know they're the side character to uh, everybody else's story is because that pops the vision of that they are the main character in all stories (laughs) yeah that's the thing you can't like everybody is so vastly different and everybody has had so many different life experiences and there's a lot that you can relate to but you can't be the main character in every story it's like it's like with all the now that disney owns everything you have all like the cameos that don't make any sense from all these different plot lines coming in like Hello. Hello. You can't be the one all be all for everybody's story. You're not that fucking important. Yeah. At least be important to you and to a few main characters in your life who matter and still recognize that those are still side characters. And if they impede your journey, right. They weren't meant to stay around and be a part of the story. Well, one of one of the things that I used to struggle with a lot was um I would take people's advice. <laughs> um, it's it sounds terrible, but I would I I I I I was struggling a long time. Like I grew up Christian and stuff like that, and there's a lot of things that were really Jesus good. Friends unite, 
Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a lot of good things that are in the Christian realm and stuff like that. But I was given a lot of advice on certain things, like when I was married and, and other things like that. And I try to do the advice in my life would just fall apart in all directions and stuff like that. And then I, I finally got to a point where I was like, why am I listening to these people advice? Because they tell me these things. They say, you need to live this way and do these things this way. And then they go home. And then they leave me with my decision that I made. And mm -hmm. they don't give it a second thought. They just said their thing no. and then they kind of move on. And cause it felt, it helps them feel important to, you know, give out their advice and stuff like that. And I had and, to get, and, to, I had to get to a point where I was just like, you can tell me advice. Some advice is really good, but other advice yeah. is just like, no, I'm just going to do it my way because whenever I do it my way, it works out. Whenever I try to do it your way, I, it just ends up being this runny, gooey mess. That <laughs> well, and it's one of those things where it's nice to, I, I like to more ask people like, here's the situation. What would you do if you were in this situation? And, and it's interesting to get people's perspectives on things. But then at the end of the day, it's like they're, what they would do in a situation may have some similarities to how you feel like you would maybe do something or how something would work for you. But they don't have those same life experiences that brought you to this important decision that you have to make. Right. They they don't they don't live through all the hours of either being in a relationship they're giving advice about. They they see what's on the surface and they see what you're telling them. And what you're telling them is not always as honest as it should be because it's very difficult even to be honest with yourself much less with a side character right. who's judging you right. and judging your situation so it's like it and i've had people ask me for advice on things and i, and I always say like here's for instance my opinion on something but at the end of the day you have to make your own decision because yeah. i only have this much information and i only have my own experiences to give you the answer that i'm giving you that doesn't encompass anything in your life necessarily you might find things that you relate to but you you can't you can't really tell somebody else how to live their life it's never going to work out and if someone else is telling you how to live your life that's not going to work out either because they're not you they're right. a side character we have to remember that shit <laughs> right besides so characters please shut up i don't want to hear it <laughs> no, fuck what you heard fuck what you said <laughs> right no um, I, I don't know. I have people asking me advice all the time and I will say, I will give you my advice. But at the same time, I say, this is just advice. Um, you don't have to do any of it. Um, I've also been, I also heard it said this way that, um, the, the story goes like this, like you, you find out you, you find out the neighbor has been uh, feeding your your dog a whole bunch of treats and stuff like that because they think it's a good thing to do. They, you know, sneak them like a yeah, some sort of. That's how Julia got so fat. Right. It wasn't me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, your neighbor's is being nice and sneaks them like mm -hmm. a, a piece of meat or something like that. Well, they don't know the whole story is that your dog is on a special diet and. It has like a kidney problem or some other thing. 
and we don't know the I don't know the full story and for me to just throw out my advice as it's all candy and everything's good mm-hmm. is a bad thing to do it's a bad way to leave life because I don't know if what I'm saying is actually going to poison that person in, in their own way yeah and so exactly. you have to <laughs> you give I'm you want advice? I will give you my advice. And sometimes I say, do you really want my advice? Because a lot of times people yeah. don't actually want my advice. Cause... Yeah, but I feel like that's another thing with people who like to ask for a lot of advice, for instance, is that they like to have complete deference of responsibility for a situation. Right. It's like, well, you told me to do this or this is the advice you gave me and it didn't work out. Well, you took the advice. Right. So take the responsibility for that because at the end of the day it's kind of like you have to gauge social situations you have to gauge how something is going to go and have some sort of mental and social awareness to be like is this something that's going to work for me or if you start to do it and it's not working out maybe stop fucking doing it and maybe try to figure out a different way to do it or get different like input from other people and look at like a broad scope of ideas and opinions in your life And at the end of the day, you have to be comfortable with the one that you ultimately end up making. And if that's the decision that you make and it doesn't work out, you have to expect responsibility for that and then learn from it and not just use it to like, (laughs) oh, you told me to do this and this is and then it didn't work out. I tell tell people, (laughs) go, everybody go see some sort of counselor about something. Even if you are in perfect health, go and have that other person that doesn't tell you how to come to the conclusion like a bad counsel bad counselor or bad person to go to is somebody that gives you the answer a good one mm-hmm. will be the one that just says oh interesting why why do you think that um yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ex- no it's, ex- it's talk expand- therapy is like such yeah. a, a big thing and i know i've talked about it so many times but it's something that i thought was fucking stupid well most going people, into. Most and people then think I... it's stupid and, it, and you're a weak person for doing it um but I, but it's I, like those I, are the same people taking advice from everybody else around them and when they're wondering why their life doesn't fucking work out so right. <laughs> so don't fucking take advice from people <laughs> Yeah, that's the moral of the story don't listen to anybody as... do whatever you want <laughs> i go around and just punch babies and kittens just for fun i um, kick dogs all the time we should do them. that together that would be so much fun you want to go around and kick puppies um i mean it depends on the type of puppies if it's like one of the ones with the chihuahuas already, like oh no my my dogs are chihuahuas i kick, oh I, I kick them on my own like <laughs> And okay, too... I won't kick them. That's you fine. can kick mine if you want. Oh, they're, they're really t- fat. They can, they like run into stone walls all the time on their own. They're fine. They're meant to be kicked by cows. You don't have the power to hurt them. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I do not condone <laughs> kicking. You're a totally wholesome, not dirty podcast. I do not condone, condone the abuse of animals. Right. <laughs> but cat, no, but, but like, cats can suck it. <laughs> but yeah, cats can suck it. But I, I do I do want to say, like, it is one of the things, like, you can take the advice or not, um, but I don't really see it as advice. Um, talk therapy is something that is really more just a way to actually say things to someone about your life who isn't going to tell you what to do. And the more and more that you have to talk to someone about the things that are going on, the more and more you're going to figure it out for yourself 
which is a very difficult thing to do. And it's a very hard thing to traverse and to get into and to stick to. But once you do, you see the world in an entirely new well, that, way. That's and the, it starts that, to make things easier. Right. That's the uh, the purpose of a good counselor is for you to, because if I give you advice, then it's just advice given. But if you come to the conclusion yourself, then it's more impactful for, on yourself. You're like, oh. Mm -hmm. Why? Like that whole teach a man to fish thing, you know right. what I mean? Teach teach a man to fish and you feed him for life. Give a man a fish and you feed him for a day or whatever that bullshit is. But it, it's true. <laughs> it's it's figuring out how to do things for yourself know, and not having to rely on side characters. I don't have to come over to Washington and go fishing. Right. That's, that's what I want to do now. I want to go fishing. I don't even like fishing. I find it boring, but now I want to go do it. Fishing is really boring, but you know what we could do? We could go hunt for Sasquatch. Ooh, we have that in spades here. Mm-hmm. We can get super stoned and go wander through the woods like in our childhood youth and try to find Bigfoot. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds fun. Or we can find a serial killer. We have those, too, a lot. Oh, so. plenty of serial killers in Washington. Yeah. Sure. We grow them I here. I feel like... Yeah, I do think so. It feels it, like every time I watch a new serial killer documentary or right. like, you know, some true crime thing, it's always Washington. Right. Every time like, they do, every time I watch a true crime thing, it ends up being like, I know that town. <laughs> I don't know. I watched the Ted Bundy stuff and I was just like, oh my God. Right. We probably knew a serial killer. I'm pretty sure, David. That's fine. Is there anything that you want to tell me? I have. I mean, I love cereal, so <laughs> that's not happening anytime soon. Perfect. All right, cinnamon toast crunch. You're, you're. I love you're cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Um, do you want to also tell everybody where they can find you so they can listen to your podcast and um, all the other things? You can listen to my podcast. Um, it's seriously awkward and friends. You can listen to it on basically everything out there. I am on everything <laughs> everything everything so go listen to david on everything go listen to me and uh you'll be enlightened by my oh, knowledge fantastic. of videos and movies and you'll be just smitten by my wit oh, and smitten by the witten yeah smitten by the witten um <laughs> Which is a new rap album I was going to release, but now Fuck yeah. you just ruined Actually, it. Actually, <laughs> now I was just... Sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler Finally, alert. I'm just thinking, I'm a... why don't you just make a song for the podcast and I'll pay you. A song then... for this podcast? Yeah. Okay, I'll do it right now. It's the Molly okay. Show. Do, 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 do. It's the Molly Show. Sh shut the it's the Molly Show. I may have to smoke a joint because I'm kind of annoyed with you now. Ding. Oh. <laughs> you, you like that? I love it. It's fantastic. Oh, my God. Well, thank you for joining me, David. And thank you guys all for tuning in once again for the Totally Wholesome Not Dirty podcast, also known as the Molly Smokes Weed Show, where she's currently not smoking any weed. Right. Don't worry, YouTube. We're safe for work. Um, if you guys have I, I only do clean for the most part, so you're, oh, you're pretty good. safe with he me. Doesn't, he doesn't swear. No. I'm, I'm always dropping it, so I, 
I say I'll work on it. I mean, it, I did. I'm not I did swear for the Molly song, but that was because it was a you Molly did. song, and yeah, of course you have to swear. It just makes sense. Right. <laughs> but if you guys have any submissions, if you guys have any stories that you want to share with me, or if you have any questions that you need advice for that i don't recommend that you take but you can listen to my opinion about stuff because that's pretty much all that i do here you can send your submissions to twndpodcast at gmail.com or leave your voice messages at anchor.fm slash twnd there's a little button and there's a plus sign and it says message and it doesn't seem that difficult to me but a lot of you can't find it so i'm laying it out for you exactly how it looks if you want to watch video episodes go to youtube.com slash molly stewart chats thank you for tuning in thank you for subscribing and hit the notification bell so you never miss a motherfucking episode and i'll see you next week and show <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i gotta Yay! all right